Good morning, Planet Prisoners. This podcast is going to be on Noom, the linear city that's being built by Saudi Arabia by 2030. At least they have the plans and works now and just waiting for all their investors to sign in on it and get uh, this linear city started, which is about 100 miles long and tall is a little bit taller than the Empire State Building which I don't know how many floors it has, but it's a very tall skyscraper, at least 30, 40 floors. And it's about 200 meters wide, so almost half of it is long. It's going to be wide, which is just a horizontal skyscraper for about 100 miles. You'll never be able to leave your home and your environment to be living in a one giant skyscraper that it's to be able to walk around even for five minutes because all the neighborhoods, they said that everything that each community needs is within five minute walking distance. So even if you decided to take a stroll and a walk, you can't go outside because they're, they're trying to preserve the earth over your uh, health and well-being, you're all going to be condensed like cattle. If you ever notice how they farm animals these days with these big agriculture, they farm animals into smaller and smaller spaces. If you ever looked at a chicken house, they're on top of each other, shitting each other, breathing their own, you know, that's probably got to be the most depressing life is for a chicken to be treated like that for food. And cattle and pigs, even China, There's I've seen videos and done earlier video podcasts about how China treats his animals. It's 100% animal abuse. They will have sows just laying there, getting fatter without being able to move in their little stalls and, you know, raise them until they're slaughtered. The animals have nothing, no life whatsoever. And they're constantly in pain and agony from how all these industrial complex are raising their slaughterhouses. So this building reminds me of what they're going to be doing eventually is hurting people all into this linear city where your view on one side will be of nature, which you'll never be able to touch. It'll be like a TV glass. You can see the nature, but you can't interact with it. You can't just go walking around because that's what they're trying to prevent. They don't want anybody to be affecting their planet and that, you know, that they think it belongs to them to preserve nature. You're not part of that anymore. You're no longer free to walk on the ground and earthing yourself with the sun and the you know, the, the ground and the air, the free air that you take all these things for granted right now, but it's going to be gone in 2030s to 2040 when they successfully have built these cities. And there's going to be a strict penalty, likely death, for anyone violating and wanting to rebel to get out of these cities. You think they're going to be able to get a permit or pay housing or any development if people just said, I'm not going to live in them. I'll just go live, you know, 10 miles away in the 
country of wherever, you know, make my own house. I'll make my own stick house. You think they're going to be allowed to do that? You think they're going to have farming anymore? Of You know, having animals just take up all that farmland, which is what they can't stand anymore. They don't want farming, traditional farming. They don't want to have animal husbandry the proper way, which is for them to own a large piece of land and have animals roam around, live out their lives until they're ready to be eaten. But that's not what's going to be happening anymore. It's going to be they're taking cues from how different industries have developed all over the world and how China manufactured its stuff into condensed areas because they have a high population with little land and all the pollution that it creates on their part of the world. So they're going to learn how to make things synthetic that can take smaller space, less land, no traditional farming, and you're going to be pretty much human animals living in this one continuous city. For a hundred miles, you're not going to see anything of nature that you can interact with. You'll see nature on one side of the window if you're lucky to be able to afford that view because remember, it's 200 wide. So it's about one-third of a mile. So for one-third of the mile that everybody who lives closer to the center and not the outside view, they're never going to see the real world ever again. So imagine if you have all the wealthy people saying, I want that window aisle. You know, and that window aisle is going to be able to look on one side of the horizontal city or the other side. And they can look at it, but what are they going to do? TV show called Black Mirror on Netflix on the first season. Uh, show called 15 Million Merits. So that whole show is about like a idol program, music idol performance program where people biked their way to get credit so they look like they already had the mark of the beast tied to their digital currency uh, and that currency was earned by riding bikes and from that they can get by all the virtual things like virtual clothes, virtual characters. And they lived in this tiny little room where it was all TV screens. And they had to force to watch all the commercials, live streaming shows that this uh, powers to be were making. So they were making performances for the world and you could not see each other. So when they have these TV shows with like, you know, uh, talented come out on the stage and perform their stuff, the background was all digital view of all the people that were watching it from their room so that the people never inter interacted with each other. And to get fresh food and they had to go to vending machines, which they have similar vending machines now where they only give you a picture of what the food is inside. So you can't even look at the food inside. You can't break into it. And so the character, you know, gets an apple 
and the apple is in a bag that's wrapped nicely. And so you don't even like get, you know, that feeling of fresh fruits and vegetables where you can just touch and feel and pick your own. It's in the vending machine. That's how they get their food. And when they're in this room locked up, their view of the outside world, so there actually are no windows. It's the TV screen that's giving them this artificial views of the outside world or game playing, whatever they want to do, like video games, or like this artificial alarm clock that wakes them up because there's no sunlight. There's not actually real lighting there. It's all artificial lighting. And so it's a prison cell where they have to earn their merits, the digital currency, to be able to buy and sell. And they're constantly bombarded with the commercials, and which they, ha they can pay to get rid of the commercials. If they are bothered by it, they have to have money, currency, to say, no, I won't watch it. Otherwise, they're forced to watch it to the very end. And this goes on day in, day out, all hours of the day. So it's, you know, in the TV show, they act like they're living a normal life. But this would drive anybody insane within 30 days they, that they would be committing suicide in this reality world that they created. So I imagine that to be what's going to be in these little digital AI cities for 100 miles that people are all going to be contained and they'd be living in their cells and those don't get the direct views. They're not going to have sunlight and, you know, real, everything is going to have to be artificial lighting because only the top floor would get the actual sun. And only on the window aisle will be able to see through those windows to the outside world. And anyone in between, it's all going to be heavily artificial lighting. So that means it's going to mess up people's rhythmic clock with the earth, you know, with the natural lighting and the natural air. Because we all are designed to live part of the earth as living, breathing entities. So, you know, once they take that away from you, everything in your biology is going to be messed up. And there's going to be high rate of depression and suicidal people. It'll look fine and it'll act fine in the beginning. But, you know, let the years go by. Nobody wants to be in prison cells. You know, they, they, we already have all these test cases where how do people, prisoners behave in their cells, you know, with only access to the outside world for about an hour a day. And their privileges taken away, and they're just constantly interacting with themselves, with other criminals all day long. So that is going to be a reality for all people that are going to be condensed within 100 miles as tall of an Empire State Building. And anyone that gets out of line because they're all trapped into this big city, they're not going to be free to roam around and do whatever they want. So that means high crime, but I don't think that high crime, because they built this with you know, so much money to do this project, they're not going to tolerate high crime 
or anyone getting out of line. And it's also being developed by Saudi Arabia, which they already have case study of how to manage people with strict rules or death. You know, the Muslim women have to wear certain clothing. They have to behave in a certain manner culturally. And anyone who gets out of line, they're killed. This is happening right now. So even though in their promo video they said that, you know, they have relaxed cultural norms just for this project, it won't matter because ultimately we know the Antichrist is going to be on the scene to control all things. And if they're successful in building these smart cities like this, and this is not the only project of smart city concept, they're doing it everywhere. So they want to herd people in these tiny little cities and they'll have everything they need, but they won't be interacting much with outside world or even each other within these cities because everything will be zoned off. And they want to preserve the planet this way by not having humans spread out all over the place. And remember that God tore down the Tower of Babel so that people were spread out through all nations and all tongues because they, Nimrod wanted to have one language and all people under one building and farming under one building. So they were not going to be outside. They were all going to be condensed together. So this is the same thing building that Tower of Babel right now. So it's going to be a miserable life for those people that are stuck in it. And I hope I don't have to ever face that because 2030 is not that far away now. And they'll let that experiment go for one lifetime. So from 2030 to, you know, the next hundred years after that, they're going to see how people are able to live inside these cities. And perhaps many people, since they don't have much in life anyway, you know, as far as good housing, good water, good food, they will all accept it with no problems because it'll be a huge upgrade for them. Because people already live like this in many parts of the world where they're condensed in these tiny little shacks receiving very little in life. And they're all on top of each other. So, you know, for them to get a better, nice housing would be an upgrade. So that's one type of people that are going to be okay with this. But the free-loving people that like to roam around, like to explore the world, like to interact with nature, those are the ones that are going to be in agony and living in these cities. And they're already making laws all over the world to try to push people out of the country and into the city, more condensed areas. They're already making laws to have more smaller and smaller spaces built into tighter and tighter, even single-family homes. That's why they lose their yards, you know, they, they used to be able to have. And when that happens, nobody can grow their own food. You know, that they have to be totally dependent on the system to provide for them. So you're just building, if you're spending millions of dollars in these condensed housing, you know, places like big cities already, uh, you're just paying for your better prison. That's it. You're, you're, if, as long as you don't have any land and you can't grow your own food and tend to your own animals, you have nothing. That's why they are making a war against farmers, because 
farmers still have that independence to be able to farm their own land, raise their own uh, livestock, and grow crops. And they're the ones who are feeding the world, but the ones who are actually doing it, they have that independence and freedom. Even, But right now, it's all being taken away. So they're not, they, if they had to survive without the system, they could. And, but the rest of the people that are dependent on grocery store food, you're all screwed. We're all screwed. So it's just a matter of time when you have to pledge your allegiance to Satan's system to live or be killed. That's where it's headed. You know, right now they're giving you independence to choose your, grocery food and it's convenient you don't have to hunt and gather anymore but eventually you know you gotta follow the rules or you're not going to be part of the system so this city you gotta watch out for what they're doing and it's one of the projects that's happening by saudi arabia but it's they're already doing these similar concepts of high-rises living New York is a great example of that. In fact, they this uh, story reminded me of what it felt like. I could, I think, I actually felt what this hundred mile city is going to look like because New York City is in a way like that. It's a small, uh, you know, segment of the very densely high populated high rises where you can walk outside. But in this, the difference is in the the line, there is no outside. You're all in one giant structure. But in New York City, you have these individual buildings where there is an outside just for the street level. But they've taken like this uh, old railroad uh, line on the lower Manhattan side on the west side, and they turn that into like all plants and stuff, a garden on, on this railroad line that goes down all the way from mid-Manhattan to the lower tip of Manhattan. And either side of it's all high-rises that you can see, but for that one railroad section, it's like a park, so you can walk all the way through it. It's pretty nice. And so imagine a dome over New York City where only the top floor get to see the outside air, but everything below, you know, from the tallest high-rise and below, it's all artificial lighting. It's all artificial space. Even if they put real live plants in between all that, it's, it's not connected to the outside world. So I could see, you know, what life would be like living in these smart cities be much like New York, but upgraded. And only one side view from one side to the other, a Manhattan to the other. So everybody that lived on the east side and the west side, you know, the west side, they could watch the river. On the east side, they have uh, New Jersey view or whatever. Uh, well, actually, I don't even know what's on the east side. But either way, uh, you know, you can experience what these condensed city living will be like. And New York City is a good example of that. So the only difference between the line and New York City is that it's all one continuous structure for 100 miles. And you're locked in. Once you're in, you're never going to be able to get out. 
because all the transportation only is through the line from one end to the other in 20 minutes. And I don't know how they're going to do 100 mile in 20 minutes, but I'm sure it'll be high speed something. And unless I got the 100 mile wrong, and it's actually shorter, but they did say it's about almost 200 kilometers. And so it's going to be this one you know, big structure that your life is only limited to within five minutes of walking distance. And yeah, you might be able to take the train to the other side, but all you're going to see is the same structure the entire way. And in fact, the ride probably is going to be underground with no outside view at all, like the subway. So you're just going to get from one stop to the other stop. It'll look exactly the same. And it'll just be more structures. And since everybody's going to have five-minute access to everything, it's going to be the same stores, you know, like the 50th mile you get out you're still gonna have like whatever they the same boutique stores that they want you to have like let's say it's Walgreens, walgreens and amazon stores everywhere and so you get out and you're gonna have the same there's not going to be like independent they might allow some independent restaurants you know to make it feel like it's home because if they don't do that, it'll truly be a prison. So I think they will allow mom-pop stores for, like, restaurant. But all the supplies that they're going to be getting, it's all going to be one or two manufa uh, manufacturers because they can't allow farming. They can't allow individual creativity and product making because that's going to be all controlled where it's manufactured and how to get those supplies into the smart city for then individual people to take whatever they can get and make something out of that individually. So everything will have to be controlled, not just how you live and the AI system controlling and monitoring the whole city, but the structure where you're actually using things, how you prepare food, what you actually get to prepare food, and all this little things that people do like arts and crafts, furniture, you know, and all the kinds of goods and services that individual people are really gifted at doing. And that's going to be wiped out. It's going to be less and less diverse, diversified creativity. It's going to be all subjected to whatever the supplies that they give you. So anyway, this is something that I do care about how housing is being turned into this major planet prison system for all people. And it'll be interesting to see if people are going to rebel against this or just go into it. Because, you know, again, Satan is creating this utopia. At least that's what he's going to sell as utopia living. And three and a half years later, he's not going to go abide by his, what he promised. So, since he only has three and a half years to reign, I think much of this that we're seeing, that they're building this utopia, you know, luckily no one has to experience it more than three and a half years uh, if they can survive it. Thanks for listening.